Before we jump in, a quick reminder, if you are looking to jumpstart your 2021 and increase your revenue, you have got to check out my new coaching program. Six weeks of amazing content, everything from strategically setting your goals, creating a 2021 content plan, and then digging in to things like podcasting and Facebook groups and affiliate marketing all in six weeks and at a low price point. So if you would like to check that out and don't wait because we only have about a week left until doors close and we are filling up fast with limited seats. So if you're interested, visit createhonesty.com slash jumpstart. That is createhonesty.com slash jumpstart. And right now I am jumping in with the fantastic K Page Angle. Let's go. Ever found yourself teetering on the edge of throwing in the towel? You know, asking yourself questions like, is this supposed to be this hard? Or is it even possible to succeed at this entrepreneur thing? <sighs> I completely get it because I built my successful businesses while juggling major health issues for my children and myself, debt piling up to my eyeballs, and so much more. Want to know how the hell I succeeded and how you can too? Tune in to find out. Here we go. Hey there, entrepreneurs. I am so excited to welcome the fantastic, the fabulous Cave Page Angle to today's show. You know, I met Paige a couple years ago, and you know, from the moment I saw her, not to be creepy, Paige, but like I knew, I just knew she was going to be fabulous and you know that she was just a complete powerhouse. So a little bit more about her. She is a visibility coach, a travel entrepreneur, stationery and gift designer, lifestyle influencer an international speaker. She is known as, and I love this so much, as the big sister you wished you had. And you can find her loving all things French and eating macarons in her favorite, uh, in any flavor, on online at Paris by Page. And you guys need to go look her up because her profiles are really fun too. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Michelle. I am so excited to be with you in uh, your audience this morning. I know we are going to be talking about some juicy, juicy things to take them to the next level. So let's do it. I know. I love it. So let's, let's talk about you first to jump in because you have, there was a lot of things in that bio and I want to make sure yes. you folks understand because I think sometimes, especially people think you have to like pick one lane and stay in it, which I think you may have a little bit of an opinion about that. So tell folks how you got to where you are right now through all of those titles. It's amazing. Yeah, no, thank you for asking. So my story is really incredible and it's a total blessing to be able to share it. I, so all of those titles are a culmination of my experience, both my corporate and uh, my entrepreneurship experience. I worked for, uh, and yes, I am dating myself, so it's okay, because I still look good. Um, 27 years in corporate, in corporate marketing for a travel 
company for an international airline. So I did marketing to China, Southeast Asia, Europe, Central and Latin America. Um, I lived in France and studied at the Sorbonne. So I speak French fluently. So if people are wondering where the Paris comes from, that is where that comes from. Lived in Europe for a few years and continued my passion for marketing, for branding and for French in my own business when I left corporate about eight years ago. So all the things in my life that have got me to where I am today are a part of who I am and I make no apologies for it because I'm multifaceted and making things happen. Good, good. And I think that's a really valuable message because again, there's so many entrepreneurs and I hear it and I felt it even when I started in entrepreneurship, you know, pick a lane, niche down, do your thing, you know, but there's something to be said to your point about the collective set of skills and talents that you've acquired over your many years on the planet, right? That's right. And the, the one thread that does go through all of the things that I do is visibility and confidence. Right. So it doesn't matter if I'm a basket weaver or if I'm a lawyer, you know what I mean? It, it, you have to make a common thread. And the other common thread for me is my love of, of, you know, all things French, all things Paris and all things travel. So I've never, um, you know, my whole corporate career was in travel, but my whole corporate career was also in marketing. So I've always been in that role. And I think that people should really bet on themselves and bet on their skill sets that they have um, to either build a business or to advance their career and be open to learning new things. And that's where the whole stationary design and I have a whole Paris inspired stationary line and, you know, that came out in the necessity, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit here on um, about resiliency. Uh, and, and now we're going through another pivot. So, you know, that seems to be the word uh, in 2020, yeah, agreed. all about pivots. But yeah, I think people should really, um, I think people should bet on themselves and their strengths versus um, worrying about their weaknesses, because everyone has a gift to give to the world. Agreed. I agree a hundred percent. And I think I've had some clients at times when I've, you know, I'm a big fan as you are too, about diversifying your streams of income, right? Mm -hmm. For, for exactly the reasons we're going to talk about today on the episode around resilience in your business. But have you found that there are people who are very hesitant to do that because do you think it's out of fear? Do you think it's out of, you know, the unknown, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on that when clients are just like, no, this is my thing. And I don't want to do anything besides this thing. Um, well, I can actually speak to that. Uh, I think the majority of people are afraid of what other people are going to say about them. Yes. Yeah. So they, they are fear, you know, there's a fear of, well, I thought she was doing that. Well, you know what? Everyone is multifaceted. You do excel. You know, we do tend to have things that we excel, you know, in the most, um, that you should definitely double down on, but you know, people, want variety and they want to be able to know that they can accomplish things. If you, if we have any listeners who have children in the audience, you know, encouragement is really good when you want to have them do like take off the garbage. You did a great job, buddy, you know, taking out the garbage. So I think that we lose that as we get older, we lose that, um, that desire to be curious and to push ourselves to the next, you know, 
push our limits. And I think that that's so important as an entrepreneur, because when you're starting out, you're wearing so many different hats um, and taking on so many different roles. And you got to be able to do that until it's the time for you to delegate it, right? Until you're you're ready to to continue to build your legacy with your business and it's time for delegation. Uh, But you got to be open to it. Right. Right. And that's the key right there is, you know, I think you, you hit the nail on the head is that people are really worried about what others are going to say. And you and I both know that other people's opinions are none of your damn business, right? Hello. You know, like they can, they can keep them because chances are I had this conversation with somebody the other day, there's a bajillion people in this world. They're not all going to like you, like just accept that right out of the gate so that when you move forward, you can just not be surprised by it in some way. Um, but so let's, let us, let's just dive into the resilience topic. So again, like I mentioned, I came in contact with you three years ago, you were on the stage, you were speaking about resilience, um, under the premise of your business and the terror attacks at the time. And oh my goodness, if I didn't just sound like I was Massachusetts right there, terror, it's terror (laughs) attacks. Um, so can you take us back to that and kind of, you know, come full circle with how you're dealing with today as well? Yeah, so my topic that I that you saw me, thank you uh, for that, yeah. uh, was in front of 200 women um, in San Francisco, and I was talking about being resilient um, based on the fact that when I started my business, uh, take um, I have a boutique travel company, hence the travel entrepreneur, yeah. where I guide tours around Paris, France, and Europe, and. Um, my business was gangbusters and very successful the first two years. Um, and then the terror, terrorist attacks happened in Paris. So my business basically went to completely zero. Not only that, but, you know, lots of friends, you know, different issues going on in France. So I had to figure out what was I going to do next. And um, I just talked about that. I talked about how sometimes I wish that I had struggled in the beginning, like most people struggle in the beginning of their business, and then they hit a wall, but I was very successful for two years. And then, you know, events out of my control happened. Well, lost a lot of money. Um, It was just really devastating uh, for the community. Uh, my friends and some, you know, business strategic business partners that I had in France was just devastating. But eventually things came back around in the, in the travel space and I was able to build that up so that I had another three good years, right? Yeah, right. Of uh, traveling back and forth to Europe. I mean, I would be in Europe four times a year, four to six times a year, guiding people around Paris. Wow. And then this year, a global pandemic. Right. <laughs> Q pandemic. <laughs> Cue the pandemic, um, which completely decimated the travel industry as a whole, not just my particular destination, but as a whole, I have friends, you know, who are, who've still been in the travel industry. Um, my one really good friend who's, she's actually a godmother for my son. You know, she had been in the company that, you know, I started my internship at, she'd been there for 27 years, never worked anywhere else and was out of a job June 1st. Right. Wow. You know, she had not, there was proprietary um, software that she knew. So she had not necessarily kept up to date with, you know, Excel, you know what I mean? Like all the new things things, that are out here, the other things that are out here, because she was working in that proprietary information. She called me crying saying, Paige, can you please help me with my LinkedIn profile? I have no idea what to do because she 
had never networked outside of the company before. She had never built her own personal brand or done any sort of visibility work. And here she was starting from scratch in midlife, right? And, and so that is where I, you know, I feel like one of the things that I've done really well was being able to have multiple streams of income that has helped me this year as well. I have a Paris inspired stationary and gift line for all those Paris lovers out there, because we all know that one person that if yep. they love Paris, their whole bathroom has like Eiffel towers in it. <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah. So true. So that is, that is who I serve with that particular product, but being able to d- diversify your skill sets in what the product offering you have, um, and having some visibility. And, and I found a lot of my clients that I work with now, it's like they have, they have brilliant. I mean, they have brilliant content. They know a lot of things. They can help a lot of people, but that visibility piece is just not there. And that's where I help people with visibility and some other kind of actionable functional tools um, right now. But that's a part of it. I mean, that was my saving grace with the whole global pandemic right now was that I had always for the last two years, I had been building that piece of my business and my speaking business. Well, and then the speaking business went away, right? Right, right, You know, last year I was everywhere. I mean, I clocked in 33,000 miles speaking all across the country and the world last year. And this year, you know, a couple summits online and that's it. Right. So it's all about making sure that you're visible. People know what you're doing. People know how you can help them. Um, And uh, you just make sure that that's a part of your mix, a part of your marketing mix. Right. And I think that's where, that's where I think to your point, people fell short before the pandemic and then the noise got louder. So being able to break through that noise and then become visible became, I would imagine harder, right? Yes. I mean, it, it became almost impossible because everyone in the world was on online yeah. at that time, not only, you know, for professional purposes, but schools were online. People were trying to visit with people, making sure everyone was okay. Um, so, you know, the airwaves are jam packed and full. And the question is, what do you want to be known for and how are you going to be visible with that. And that's the big question for everyone right now. And heading into basically, I feel like all of 2021, people really need to be focusing on building that visibility. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then that's what I've spoken to a lot of clients about too, is, you know, if you are unable to sell right now for some reason, how can you get visible? So when the gates open to be able to sell, you are first, the first person on people's minds coming out of the gate, right? Top of mind is where you want to be and top of mind because you bring value. Yeah. Exactly. Bringing value, not just selling. Correct. That's right. <laughs> I think, I think that is one of my biggest, my biggest pet peeves. And I'm sure it's one of yours as well Is that, you know, somebody reaches out on, on IG or on Facebook and then, you know, you connect and then immediately there's a, a high pressure sales note in your DMS and it drives, it kind of drives me insane. Oh, those drive me insane. But the other ones that drive me insane are the ones that say, I know you're looking for a new opportunity. And I'm thinking, <laughs> Did you not see the 57 thing I'm, things I'm already doing? Exactly. Why would you think I'm looking for something else? Yeah, no, um, no. The <laughs> so assumptions. You know that, that's right. So you know that it's a copy paste pitch and that's just not cool. Yeah, no. I mean, so I mean, when you're going through all the stuff that you're going through, I mean, you've probably mm-hmm. had the like, oh shit moments throughout this, mm, right? And I girl. always like to ask, I know that's probably like an understatement, <laughs> but I think it's really interesting what you said before was that, you know, you had wished you had maybe not succeeded out of the gate, you know, so much and gotten so comfy, right? Because I think a lot of the times people forget that the hard times 
resilience is kind of a good thing to have That's <laughs> and you right. can't get it without the hard times. So when you are in those moments where you're kind of on the floor or you're losing your mind, like what, what do you do? Give our listeners some examples in case anybody is there right now. Yeah. So one of the things that I totally prescribe to is resilience is a muscle, right? Yes. I think you've okay. said it. I've yep. said it on stage. Um, it's a muscle that you build up. So one of the things that I, I personally have in my planner, cause you know, I'm a planner person. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, that I have in my planner is I, and I've kept this file since my very first boss, um, gave me this advice. Um, and he said, you need to have a page is awesome file. (laughs) And every time, you know, throughout the year or, you know, back in corporate, you know, it was corporate, but every time someone gives you a compliment or you, you know, complete a very difficult task or you have a success, you need to put a little note and you need to put it in that file. Okay. Now I do that, you know, digitally with emails or in my planner, I write down all the, all the successes that I've had. Mm -hmm. And on the days when I feel like mother of Pearl, holy guacamole, what (laughs) is going on? I go back and I read those. Okay. I go back and I read the, the small accomplishments, the big accomplishments. I go back and I read the testimonials that people have written about me. And then I come, you know, I come away with, you know what, you have really walked through the fire and you can do this again. Right. You need to put your thinking cap on. You need to come up with another solution. That is one of the things I always tell my little boy is there's always another solution. Yeah. There's always another way. We just need to calm down, you know, step Mm -hmm. back a little bit and think about it. But I come out of those sessions and I have it, you know, super close to me because there are times throughout the day where yeah. I need to take a look at it. Yeah. And I come out with, you know what, you are pretty awesome. You've done this before. You have the skill set. And you know my motto, but your listeners don't. I live by the personal model of I deserve to be here. Exactly. So I finish it up with, girl, you deserve to be here. You've you've done it. Let's get going. Oh, preach. I love it. I love that so much. Cause I think also what you're saying is like, these are, these are comments about you, not your product. That's right. You. And I think sometimes people get stuck on, well, I can no longer sell this. Yes, but you, you are the thing, <laughs> you know, That's whether right. you're a CEO of 500 people or, you know, whatever that looks like, you are the relationships, you are the thing. So being able to kind of collect those. And it's funny you said that because we just had a, an episode drop last week where she does that with her entire team. Um, Julie Ball, who runs Sparkle Hustle oh, Grow, her yeah. entire team does that. And they have a file just for that, for when they get customer service complaints so that they can look at yeah. it, which is fantastic. Um, so, I mean, and then also I know that you have another half <laughs> that, do. that you probably rely on a little bit too. So can you talk to us about relationships and how those play into resilience as well? Yeah. Well, I, I have a half, I have a husband. Yes. Uh, we've been married for 17 years and I also have family. Um, I think it takes a village, yes, right? Um, because, you know, with the traveling and everything like that. So my parents help out a lot, you know, would help out with my little guy, getting him off the bus and helping him do his homework. And then, you know, my husband works full time as well. So we have a, a great little system going um, in everything. So I, I think making sure that your close relationships are solid 
it takes time. I'm not going to lie to you. It takes yeah. effort. It takes energy, but it's worth uh, pursuing, making sure you're, if you have extended family or friends who can help out, if you know, you have a family or a sick loved one, that is, I mean, that's priceless. Right. Um, so I think all of those things are important and making connections with people, right? right. Um, not everyone, you don't need to make a connection with someone just because you're expecting an outcome. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Try giving, giving out the gate. That's right. Instead of, instead of going into it with the expectation of, you know, what can I get? And you hear that a lot, especially in, you know, kind of, I guess, for lack of a better term, old school networking, where you're passing a business card. It's, right. you know, what's in it for me with this quid pro quo, which you and I both no, because yeah. we belong to a similar organization, Polka Dot Powerhouse, where connection is key. Connection is king over anything else. And then collaboration over competition, right? That's right. That's right. And, it, and, and that matters more than anything. I think one of the things that I'm experiencing right now is I have always prescribed, and, and I know you as well, Michelle, to um, the philosophy of abundance. Yes. And you can have two people who do the same thing, who literally list out the same type of services on their websites, but each person is special and that's okay. Right. Because some people may not um, appreciate my Enneagram 8 direct style. (laughs) Um, However, I know people, I've created relationships with other people who will fit whatever style that you're you know, that you're into or that works for you. And I'm okay with sending you there. We want to make sure that people are getting the best results for themselves and for their businesses or for whatever their goals are. It doesn't necessarily have to be with me. Right. 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 So I'm okay with that. I've learned that not everybody likes, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Some people like coffee. Some people like, (laughs) you know, water, you know, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. exactly. And I think it takes, it takes confidence in yourself to understand that. Right. And it takes, I would imagine it also takes some time to recognize, you know, I think everyone does this kind of the project of identifying your ideal client, you know, which is very valuable. I understand it because I have a marketing and operations background like you, and, and right. I, I understand the value in it, but sometimes like that may get tweaked as you go. Cause you necessarily don't know a hundred percent of the time. Um, and especially from coach, from a coaching perspective, there has been people where I'm like, yeah, I signed this thinking it was one thing. And now I don't know that I'm the best fit. Um, That's right. And it's, and it's okay to say that. Whereas I think to your earlier point, an abundance mentality, meaning, you know, there's enough business in the world for everybody versus a scarcity, like, oh shit, I have to take this client on, even if I don't want to, or even if we're not a good match, cause I need the money. Right. That's right. Those are two very different things. And I think if you can stay in abundance, you know, you're, you're happier just as a human being, right? You're happier. And I mean, there's a self-awareness piece, right? As well. If you know that you are not a handholder, which I am not, (laughs) I can admit that. I love it. Yeah. Um, That's why I call myself a strategist. I can tell you the 12 things to do to get from point A to B, uh, then know that that is that that client relationship is not going to work. The client is going to be frustrated because they're going to feel as if you're not listening to them and how they actually operate. You know, it's just not going to be smooth. And you want everything that you do to have flow and ease and and just be enjoyable. 
right? Especially when you're working with clients and especially when you're working with clients and they're coming to you for a significant change in their business or their life. Right. And they want to have a positive result and you want to be able to give that to them. Right. And I think it's fair to say to somebody, like you said, I'm not, I'm not the person for you. If mm-hmm. you do not feel 110% in your gut that you can deliver that change with them. That's right. And I say with, not for, because That's I correct. Think, you know, we, we both know that you can tell somebody it till you're blue in the face, but you don't have control over the outcome either on that. Um, so, and then your other, other half, <laughs> our girl, Elaine, <laughs> who is fantastic. I think yes. you know, we were talking earlier about, and you know, I was on your podcast last week recording, and I think it's awesome because the two of you guys just, you complement one another beautifully. So can you Thank talk you. a little bit about that collaboration as well? So folks know. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Elaine Terso, she is also known as Elaine the Brain. She is really my business bestie. We met almost five years ago. Crazy how time flies. We met um, at an event um, at a conference almost five years ago and just, you know, connected. And for, well, obviously the last four years we've been doing our own things, but you know, we would use each other as a resource. She is out on the West Coast. I'm in the Midwest. You're on the East Coast, you know, so we we collectively uh, use each other as resources and, you know, push agents for each other and accountability partners. And we just thought, you know what, we should probably do something together. We've been trying to figure out what we could do together. She has a whole separate brand called the Potty Mouth Pep Talk. I have the separate brand with Paris by Page. Um, but what could we do together to, to help elevate people? And to and we're, we're both teachers, right? We're both right. online educators. So that is where we came up with a brilliant idea. We started an online community called the 8338 Collective, where we do tutorials and templates for for women who want to learn how to grow their visibility, grow their productivity, have some business foundation, but also have that community support. Right. And so that's what we do with the collective. And, you know, we have a podcast uh, called Life by Design, Not Default. And you were a wonderful guest. So we're so excited about that. Yeah, me too. And uh, like I said, we do weekly tutor- tutorial calls on different topics. Like obviously this month we're doing goal setting and vision boarding and planning for 2020. Um, but we also have some coaching programs, some high level coaching programs as well. But yeah, we're just having a really great time because we definitely, compliment each other. Uh, hence our name, 8338, are both our Enneagrams. We found out that we were like literally the yin and yang of each other when it, it came to Enneagrams. We were like, what? Shut the front door. We got to do this, right? So we compliment each other. And it's just great because she has a totally different style. She is all about mindset and um, confidence and foundations for your business. I'm all about strategy and the functionality and technical aspect and visibility for your business. Mm -hmm. So it's a perfect combination um, to help people with that. And we we have two different levels. Obviously we have a level for the beginner intermediate entrepreneur, but we also have a level for the entrepreneur that's been in business for over five years as well. 
Right. And I think, you know, what you said, business bestie, I think sometimes people are looking for their tribe, which I get, that's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Find your tribe. Sure. But sometimes it just takes one person. Yep. It just takes a high quality person that you connect with to, I mean, you and I are both friends with Christine Gallo. So shout out to my, my favorite yes, person in the world, <laughs> um, because you know, she and I, you need that person that when shit's hitting the fan or when you want to celebrate that you're like, you know, number one, am I crazy? Is this a crazy idea? And they're like, fuck no, go do it. <laughs> That's know? right. Or, or they say, what are you drinking? Because yeah, exactly. not Dr. Pepper, because that is not you. Right. Exactly. So, and I think, yeah. You don't yeah. want someone who's going to tell you the truth 24 seven either. That's not going to help you. That's right. That's right. You want someone who, like I said, she's a push agent. She's a business bestie. I can call her and say, ah, uh, what is going on here? You know? Right. And no, it's great. So, and when you can find that, then you can help each other. So a lot of the things um, that I've been able to do as, you know, like my moniker says, I'm the best, the big sister you wish you had with visibility. I mean, I'm okay to share those things with my community and with my business bestie and with people like you, right? Yeah. Um, it's okay for all of us. You know, it's that that saying of a rising tide lifts all boats, right? Yes, if I know something and I know that you can use it, I'm going to make sure that you know about it. Right. Right. Cause I mean, so explain to folks too, because I think where people pull back on that is the fine line. And as a coach, I'm sure you can mm-hmm. relate too. because the, um, can I just ask your advice for five seconds, that question, mm-hmm. um, and where that crosses over into paid services. Sure. That is a wonderful question. So I know a lot of people um, have been taught, right? Because I know that someone told me that in my early 20s, just ask someone to pick your brain, if you can pick their brain, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, with a whole boom of entrepreneurs, it's like, how do I do the fine line of that, right? Yes, exactly. So so one of the things that I like to employ is, um, first of all, you have to have a conversation with people to see if they're even, you know, your ideal client. Exactly. And even if you want to work with people, yep. right. They're mm-hmm. just some people I do not want to work with. And right. I'm not afraid to say that we've already talked about that. Yep. Second of all, if there is something that, you know, people frequently ask you create a FAQ on your website yeah. or have an FAQ listed in your phone, in your notes app on your phone. So if someone reaches out to you on you know, LinkedIn or on Facebook or on Instagram, and they ask that, that frequently asked question, you can still be helpful and give them that question with just a copy paste. Right. Right. You can still provide value to them. However, if you find that you want to have a conversation with someone, set up a 15 minute, and I'm saying 15 minutes because I mean 15 minutes because you know, I'm a a total planner, time blocker, calendar management girl. Yep. And have that conversation with them, right? And and see if you're even a good fit for them or if you can refer them to someone else. Um, sometimes you need to have that conversation. Sometimes people just aren't comfortable online. Just have that 15 minutes where you can provide value, right? right? Right. And I think I love how you say 15 minutes because I have so many clients who would be like, oh, I did. I had a call with a potential client. I was like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah, an hour. And I was like, what? Like, back it up, sister. Like, if you do that times your pipeline, that's all you'll be doing all day. Like, that's right. You know, so I think being able to time box it and not feel bad about it, you no. know, cause I think people feel almost like obligated or, you know, that sense of obligation to help, which is lovely. However, you know, you can, to your point, you can help and make, make an impact 
while still respecting your time. Absolutely. I mean, I think of it, I'm a professional. You're a professional. All mm -hmm. the listeners are professionals. Yeah. When I go to an attorney or when I go to the doctor, they right. bill me in 15 minute increments. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it's a phone call or an email or they're speaking to me, they're going to bill me in 15 minute increments. I believe that I should have the same opportunity. Right. Cause go back to say your mantra again, say your motto. I deserve to be here. Exactly. <laughs> so I think every single listener should be repeating after you with that because you do, you do deserve to be here. And I think sometimes our limiting beliefs and all that stuff just gets in the way of just saying, you know, no, I deserve to be paid for this. And I think for me, like going way back, um, I took classes in like tarot and Reiki and all that. And one of the first things they told you was everything is, is an exchange of energy. Right. So, and if that energy only goes one way, that relationship will not be sustainable, you know? So, and I think that's it to your point, you know, manage it though. I love the cut and paste or, or FAQ page, you know, that's, that's fantastic for folks listening, do something like that so that you can time box it better. Yeah. And, and you know, that there's always questions like five or 10 questions that people always ask you about your, your business or your services. You can prep all that and put that in your notes app and then, you know, respond to them with, you know, what they need to do. And if they want more, they can join your email list. Right. And, right. and hear all the juicy things that you, you know, share once a week or once a month or every two weeks or whatever it is. So, right. Right. And I think, but to your point, like have a plan. Yes. folks like have a plan where, where the points of entry exist, you know, like you're, if, if somebody reaches out to me and I, you know, if they don't want to sit down and they're not a potential client and it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't, won't take 15 minutes. That's exactly to your point. I say, get in my Facebook group. Yep. Boom. Answer. Or, you know, if then statements, if this happens, then I'll do this, you know, those kinds of approaches. So you can have a plan to it. Um, so for folks who are visible, um, yes. um, and have the visibility, I think oftentimes what comes with that, and I can, I can speak firsthand on this is people want things a lot from you. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, how do you coach, I guess, people through that, because I think that can be kind of jarring all of a sudden, you know, being visible visibility has kind of a little bit of a double-edged sword there sometimes. Right? It does. It does. I think the, the very first thing that you want to do is um, establish your boundaries. Mm -hmm. And, and with that, I mean, both personal and professional boundaries, like yeah. how visible do you want to be? Are you going to share your family? Are you just going to share perfect? You know what I mean? Right. All those things come into play. So having that, um, that boundary, those boundary levels um, for that. Secondly, your time. Mm -hmm. boundaries about your time and how much you're going to dedicate to, you know, the different avenues of visibility. And um, thirdly, <laughs> I would say, think about the things that you like to do. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. if it does not bring you joy and ease, don't do them. Right. Especially, you know, when it comes to answering all the DMs or, or doing any yes. of that kind of stuff. Like if you you know, because I feel bad if I ignore someone like sometimes, yes. but at the same time, I don't want to answer you. I don't like, I don't like to spend my time that way. It's not nothing against the person um, necessarily. Um, but I think that's to your earlier point, like find someone who does find someone that's who right. can do it for you. 
delegation is fantastic. I mean, when you are at the level that you are ready to delegate, definitely delegate. I will say this. I do have a caveat. I, (laughs) I cringe when someone posts something on one of the social media platforms like Facebook, and then people give them messages of congratulations or something, and then they don't reply. Y'all, nobody yeah, here, you, listen, you. you gotta say thank you. Come nobody on. here is to the point where they can at least say thank you or do a, a you know, a blanket. Thank you. I appreciate the wishes, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, so I, I want people to make sure that they're engaging with the audience and that kind of stuff, because if you've ever been in a situation, and I know you have, Michelle, yeah. where someone that you've admired has either liked one of your posts or responded or whatever, it just makes your day. It does. It really does. Right? And I think, and I think sometimes, sometimes I've seen people who don't think they're like that big of a deal and they're like, well, why does it matter? Well, it matters just because you're can be a decent human being. Number one, (laughs) just say, thank you. Like your parents probably taught you. Somebody does something nice. You say, thank you. (laughs) But then to your earlier point, then you create the boundaries behind that because it's one thing to do the nice thing and to say, thank you, because you should be appreciative because these people are supporting you. Um, but, and then behind that, marry it with the, the, the relevant boundaries. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It is, it is so, I mean, it's just so critical and especially, you know, with the visibility piece, there comes an audience piece, right. And an influencer piece. So you want to make sure that you're always nurturing that. Yes, exactly. And I think, and also there's that fine line because you and I both know, especially on IG, because I know you're teaching some fantastic classes about that right now. I've taken them and I can say firsthand, it's fantastic. Um, There is that fine line between, you know, like you said earlier, establishing the rules of engagement because you have to be sharing something from a personal perspective almost nowadays for people to kind of do that connection on a personal level to buy from you with the no like trust factor right exactly i mean that no like and trust factor is so it's more important today than it ever has been and like i said there are the boundaries again like how much you going to share what what are you not going to share you know you got to establish all that stuff ahead of time. And one of the things that clients say a lot um, about visibility is actually they're afraid of being visible. And we talked about that. So when you put up a picture of your product, you get 10 likes. When you put up a picture of yourself, you get a hundred likes. Right. And people are like, why do people like that picture of me? You know, it's about stepping out there and being out front that people have to get used to mm-hmm. and and learn how to manage those feelings right like yes. really do the work to be like oh it's okay they really want to see me and my product right? right right yeah and I mean and it's just data too people react to faces oh it is right so <laughs> just from a purely data perspective data-driven perspective and because people relate to people they don't necessarily yes your problem may solve I mean your product may solve a problem but I will, if there's one product, two products that solve my problem and I connect with one of the people over the other, I'm going for the connection piece for the purpose. Yeah, it's faces and it's storytelling. Exactly, exactly. So I think that in itself, folks, if you are listening, faces and storytelling, like on social media, don't just keep selling. Don't just keep posting pictures of your products. Put yourself out there, which I agree with you. Like can be scary, especially if you've never done it before, but I feel like it's, it's kind of like resilience where it's a muscle. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, when you're putting yourself out there, you know, I'm going to say this, there has to be a strategy and intention yes. behind it. Yes, there does. You, you know, you can't just throw it out there, but there has to be a strategy. Mm-hmm. So. 
I think you and I have both probably been in situations with clients where they're like, well, I'm doing all the things. And then you're like, well, why? <laughs> they can't answer it. And they cannot answer. Right. No. And that's where I think you fall short where people are just like, well, I need to post on social. Yes. But you also need to have a strategy behind why you're posting and how does it fit into the bigger plan? And, you know, that 50,000 foot view down over everything, which is like, I'm, I know that you excel at. <laughs> yeah. You know, my actual spirit animal is a hawk. So that is like so funny <laughs> that you would say that because it's all about viewpoint and perspective, right? Exactly. Um, and it's important for people to know, especially like in the times that we're in right now, I'll say yeah. it again, but to know that you can pivot and change, right? It's a fluid strategy that exactly. you want to have, but you yeah. want to make sure you have a foundation and you want to make sure you have some, some goals that you're going after and you're yeah. doing all the correct action items to, to get to that goal. Right. And I think to your point, there's a, it's not a rigid thing. That's right. It's an ever living, breathing thing. Like, so you can, I saw a lot of people with kind of black and white thinking around planning for 2021 when I was like, oh, well, who's planned, you know, who's planning? And some people like, there's no point in planning. We don't know what's going on. And I was like, ah! like, you know? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Like you can't take that stance either. Like you still need to right. have a skeleton or have some goals. And maybe to your point, the tactics in which you achieve them might be different, but you still need some marching orders when you're going into the year, I would think. <laughs> Mother of Pearl, that would have made yeah. my eye twitch. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't give up. Cause that's, yeah, I mean, that's almost like a safety mechanism of giving up um, and escaping. But anyways, um, well, this conversation has been pretty freaking amazing. I oh. love, I love you. I love everything that you do. <laughs> I love you too, Michelle. <laughs> um, so can you tell folks where they can find you because they absolutely need to? Yeah, so- People can find me online anywhere um, at Paris by Page, and that's P-A-R-I-S-B-Y-P-A-I-G-E. Um, on all social media platforms, uh, you can just Google me or Bing me. You can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are members of my surviving entrepreneurship community on Facebook, which if you are not, you definitely need to be because we give away amazing little freebies and coupons, which one of them I'm going to give you from Paige, which is incredible, is she is going to give us a BOGO deal on her Instagram courses, which again, I've taken one and amazing. Amazing. Like, and I thought I knew a lot until I, until I took her course. And then I was like, oh shit, I don't. So, so I am going to be dropping a coupon code in the surviving entrepreneurship community that will get you not one, but two. So it's a BOGO IG courses for $47, $47. So you're going to want to get in the group. Um, Paige, thank you again for your time and your amazing wisdom. It's always a pleasure. And I just, I can't wait to talk to you more offline about stuff. Oh my goodness, Michelle, I am so excited for you and the community that you've built. You know, you're my girl because you're my resilience girl. We speak the same language yeah. and I'm, ex I'm, I'm super excited to see uh, where this is going to go for you and this chapter in 2021 for all of us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Okay. There's some stuff about this episode that I really want to drive home. So oftentimes people will come to me, business strategy clients, and, you know, about their business, and they are focused on planning for revenue generation. Wonderful. I think that's great. However, they are not 
putting equal weight on planning for visibility. And I think we all know that if you're not visible, you can't convert for revenue. So I am urging you take what Paige has said here, you know, couple it with, you know, just put your strategic planning hat on for 2021 and sit down and map out and say, I want X amount of speaking engagements or X amount of podcast things, or I want to network here, you know, and really put some planning time into how to get visible. And like Paige said, set the boundaries, set the rules of engagement around that. And I'll bet that if you are planning it from there, you can track it and see what actually works to increase your bottom line and your revenue. So both of them are equally important and are kind of go hand in hand. Okay. And on next week's episode, I am really excited to welcome the incredible Greta Bairami to the show. Greta is the CEO and founder of the Golden Group Roofing Company. And more so, she is like the epitome of recognizing a need in the marketplace, the need to solve a problem and doing just that. And she's been nationally renowned for it and she's won awards and she's just an amazing human being. So you won't want to miss it. And also just a reminder, if you are interested in jumpstarting 2021 and increasing your revenue, you would not want to miss my coaching program. So go to createhonesty.com slash jumpstart. And as always, if you love this podcast, don't forget to download, subscribe, rate, and review. And, you know, tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life, right? See you later.